Hey, it's the Docs Who Lift podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Spencer Nadolski. I got my co-host, Dr. Carl Nadolski hey, Jr. Today, we're going to be talking about a few things, and uh, really, it's all about the influencers, not only just TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, which is now known as X, uh, and how sometimes they're getting paid for um, talking about drugs and, and other things, and the FDA and FTC is looking into this. There was just an article this week on STAT that I saw, and I just sent it to my brother to read over that we can kind of discuss. And I, what I want to start off though, is talking about how, and we've talked about this in the podcast before, how my brother and I started a supplement company. We always, we, you, you hear us talk and grab about supplements all the time. Cause there's so much snake oil out there. We started a supplement company back in 2008. I was a med student. I was just about to graduate. You're a fourth year med, med student. Yeah. I was a first year med student. And the reason it was, and actually the whole reason for it was because we love protein powder, uh, meal replacement type of stuff. And so we're like, I don't know, everybody always asks us because we're, you know, big, strong wrestlers and athletes and people always wanted to know a protein powder, but we also wanted to help people lose weight. And the, the we even developed one, um, more of a post-workout version. That was in, before. That was like college, pre. Yeah. So that yeah, was... I mean, but so we would, we were always interested and in, that was more for like the athletes at Michigan State and North Carolina and stuff. So. We had some interest in developing products for people based on our academic and athletic interests that people wanted. They wanted our yeah. opinions on this. I loved, I loved supplements and protein specifically because it's for me it's very hard to eat enough. So I protein sup. I love protein supplements. Like I'm not, I can't eat a whole thing of turkey. I got, I like, I need to get something Turkey for you. Turkey <laughs> I, for me. I need the easily digestible stuff. So I love protein powder. So we're like, let's, let's come out with a company. We came up with the name leaner living horrible name because everybody kept calling people. We understood what leaner is, but everybody called it learner living people yeah. on the outside. Colloquially don't they, leaner. They didn't understand, stand it. We thought so, it was good. We <laughs> thought it was good. It was terrible. Um, <clears throat> I can go over the history of whatever. It's actually a funny, not funny to us, but it's an interesting story of how, what happened at the end of that uh, debacle, uh, which I think that company went defunct in 20, is it 2018 no, or 2017? Know, several, several years ago. 2018, not the point. No, but we, it's, were, it's... we were very, we were very excited to formulate our own meal replacement protein powder because we knew the science and we had the experience. And we understood that people needed something that tasted good, was convenient, and we felt like we could develop a product that was up to our standards that we would feel comfortable recommending rather than someone else's stuff yeah, that was and maybe gist. try to make some money from it. That was the gist. So I, right. I understand business. I know how to make money online and do all these things now compared I to sure back then. Don't, no, apparently. you sure as hell don't. But I understand business now a little bit better and marketing and sales and all that different stuff. So, but what's interesting back then is that we just formulated it. We used our student loan money to to do this, uh, which was mistake you know, number one. Pretty, pretty, pretty. <laughs> we were pretty dumb, but <laughs> we, were, it was, we were naive. Paid a lot of money for label designing. We it was a lot of money, and and these are the type of things that nobody actually cared about. But we were like, we need to have a cool label because like everybody else is doing this cool stuff. So we paid a lot of money to to make cool labels. Uh, we spent a long time formulating. I even went out to the place as protein research. I, I still love them to this day. You know, I don't do business with them. They are very cool. I went out to San Francisco 
I believe it was area and uh, went through the manufacturing plant, their CGMP good practice, um, good manufacturing process uh, uh, certified, uh, all these different things. Very good place. We we went through multiple iterations with their their chemist person to make sure that the the protein powder tastes good. The mouthfeel of it, it had a blend Text, of texture. It had a, a blend of milk, whey, protein, and a few other things. Um, well, it had good fiber from vegetable and, and, fiber, and, uh, oat fiber, yeah. and flax, as I recall. Yeah, it had a few it had a few fiber blends in there because we're like we want multiple types of fibers in there. Yeah, and a, and a multivitamin mineral formula that that was like not too much to where it was like, oh god, you're gonna have toxic levels of iron or something in there. But it was it was like what you would expect from a good whole food type of meal. So it it was and and you know what we are friends and family and and people we didn't have a huge following back then. People loved it. People and still it, people still message me today going, where did you get that learner lift? <laughs> can I get some it of that? Good. We even yeah. had a, uh, the next idea was that we came up and again, we were ahead of our times and now people are coming out with us. We came up with something called the lean latte. We took the same formula and we added real coffee. It had the same amount of caffeine and coffee as a true cup of coffee. People loved it for their breakfast. It was our idea that you'd have coffee with your protein powder. I know my brother's sitting there going like, yeah, and here we are sucking wind because everybody else is making the millions of dollars. But it was actually really cool. The whole point of this is to say we had this. It was very legitimate and we believed in it. We also came out with one supplement. It was called Glycosolve. And I, actually, the name is pretty cool, Glycosolve. It was a, it was a berberine uh, base product. We were the first people in the United States. I, I I don't think I'm lying about this. I'm pretty sure we were the first people in the United States to put um, 500, the, the, what was used in the in doses the studies. in the studies. And in that's, 2000... that's an important note, by the way, that leads to this because we didn't just make this up. No, we didn't make this up. We, we, we in medical school, it literally came out in that same year, 2007 or 2008, when we yeah. started medical school, that berberine, <laughs> specifically pure berberine used over in China, uh, had metformin or better like results for blood sugar control blood sugars and lipids and, and, lipid and these control. were not in bs medical journals literally it was like the journal the, of endocrinology the clinical, journal endocrinology. Of clinical endocrinology and metabolism yeah the one that is the most highly cited endocrine journal that is my specialty that everyone respects highly and then other studies followed basically supporting the safety and benefits the yes. key here is it's still a supplement, so it's not big pharma. It didn't have right. tons of money behind it. These were not the biggest robust studies to ultimately, you know, show, um, you know, kidney outcome benefits, heart outcome yeah. benefits, like the big drugs do. And we we acknowledge that limitation, but this was really interesting to us as scientists and health nuts and knowing whether it's good, right or not that there's a, a lot of people out there who don't tolerate all these meds and want the alternative. They want the natural stuff, even though, yeah. There are issues so, with that, obviously. So we weren't selling snake oil. We were selling something that like literally had the best like the best studies that are available yeah. at least short term. They don't have long term cardiovascular right. outcomes. So we we're like, all right, well, nobody else is doing this and it looks to be pretty safe. Let's see if we can get this uh ex imported in from India or China, wherever they're making it, um, to our good um uh manufacturing practice uh place. And they, they did their analyses and like, yep, this is 98 or 97, whatever the highest, it was like the highest grade berberine you can get. It was berberine hydrochloride. 
And what's funny is we put Basically that in. like medicine. So don't yeah. get me wrong. Like yeah. we, we consider any supplement that does anything. Technically it is medicine. And this was kind of an alternative medicine. However, with data behind it, it becomes an evidence-based consideration in real practice. That's, that's the key and where I'll stand. Yeah. By. Yeah. No, I know. So any, but it doesn't matter. Anybody's <laughs> listening. We're like, okay, so they get to the shit. point. So they get to the <laughs> point though. Now here's the cool thing. I, we didn't know we got a manu- uh, a, a shipping company, this stuff, the protein was expensive to buy. So for anybody wanting to know, like, I want to get into it. I've done this a few times now. Protein's expensive to buy. It's expensive to, to store because it takes up a lot of space. It's expensive to ship because it's heavy pills. On the other hand, they're smaller. They don't get the, the profit margins are much higher for pills. Having said that, we actually priced our pills. At, we, we want because here's what happened. We priced it at like whatever, 30 bucks at first. We ended up lowering it to $20 because what happened? And this is because we're ethical doctor people, patients, people, I can't call them patients, but customers started calling and going like, I need my shipment now. This is the only thing that's keeping my blood sugar at bay. I've gotten off my insulin. Like it, I, I would like things and yeah. I'm telling other attendants, you know, I'm a med student at this time telling other attending doctors, and you can imagine what other doctors are saying. Like <laughs> you're doing some quackery kind of stuff because like that doesn't happen with supplements. This is the thing with berberine hydrochloride. Again, we're not endorsing it. We don't make money from it anymore or anything like that. Like this stuff is potent and it has medicinal properties for sure. We were the people on, when you Googled berberine, we'd come up. The first page that would come up was this Ray Sahalan guy um, who just talked about berberine. He didn't sell it. But uh, the next in line was us because we also own berberine.net. And um, what had, it was a, it's a crazy story. We, so anyway, we, we, would, we would sell. We couldn't keep the stuff in stock. And what eventually happened is um, people would, uh, there were people buying our stuff and they started relabeling. They just bought ours, relabeled it, and then tried to like, it was, it's a cutthroat world out there. Basically what was yeah. happening is that like people would take our bottles, take off the label and then put on their own and, and mark it up yeah. eventually. Well, and, then every- the, and then the quacks really did get involved. Yeah. Then they all and get then, it. Then, and, and then, then we were over marketed. And this is, goes back to the having yes. scruples thing. So as physicians and evidence-based physicians, and we don't like BS supplements, but we were providing a supplement that had evidence. We were very open about what, the, the studies showed what they lacked, what the limitations were, um, and we couldn't go beyond that. And we will never go beyond that. But the quacks did. They said they were, this was a miracle. And it's still happening now, which blows my mind when they say berberine is the newest Ozempic. And yeah, nature's Ozempic. Like, That's not even close to true. That's not even close. <laughs> but, it, it does help with blood sugars. helps with lipids. It's not going to help you lose much weight. And we weight. don't know uh, maybe if it has bit. the benefits beyond that. And that's what well, we, we don't. Said. We don't really know. So yeah. what happened is, you know, the, mark, the big companies jump in. And they just they can make the, the the cost of these so much lower than what what we could do it for. I think we ended up we were getting the bottles at somewhere around ten bucks a bottle of cost, and then eventually big companies got in and they were selling it you know ten fifteen bucks. It's like how are we supposed to make any money off this? And by the way, we didn't make much profit off it. The, the money kept going back into the company to buy more of the the stock. It was like, we never actually were able to make make any money. We didn't make any money. Like it was like, even though we couldn't keep it in the stock and and it just shows that we weren't, we were trying to be ethical because we didn't want to make it too expensive because people really needed this. It's, this is just why doctors shouldn't be selling supplements in the first place. So what happened though, I was like, okay, these marketer people are, are doing whatever. So I need to get marketing. 
I need to do some marketing. I, I don't really understand it here. So all we would say is like, we would link to the studies, but we wouldn't make claims. So I hired a company. It's like, well, if this is so good at lowering blood sugar and here are the studies, let's make claims. About, and, and so what happened? They basically like, this is the best supplement for lowering blood sugar. This is the best supplement for lowering cholesterol. I don't know what other claims. Those were, those were, were the major ones, I think. So what happened? <laughs> I'm in residency, by the way, 2012. I'm in residency, family medicine. I get a... a, a well, that means I must be an endocrine fellowship by then when this happened. Not yet. I don't... 15? I, mean, I, I don't think yeah, so. Percent. I was 2012. 2012. Yeah. Okay, I was, I was right before You're I started. A, yeah, yeah, right before you I was, started. I was an internal medicine I, doctor. I get a... I got um, a call from a FDA lawyer going like, hey, do you want me to protect you in this case? And I was like, what case are you talking about right now? He's like, you didn't get the letter? I'm like, what letter? I got a letter from the FDA that basically said, you're making claims on us. And I was like, so confused. I'm like, what? That, but I, that we're linking to the studies that link about the lowering in, of blood sugar by 30%. Like, I think there were claims like that. Like, it literally says that in the study. What do you want from me? So I called the FDA and they're like, look, we can't advise you. You got to hire a lawyer if you want advice. I go, I, I go, I'm, trust me, I'm just like a kid here. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't understand what you're talking about. Like, I just don't want to, I don't want to get, I don't want to go to jail, please. Like, <laughs> like I don't want to pay a hundred thousand dollar fine, whatever this is. And they go, they, 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 they were so nice about it too. Cause they understood they like, they could hear that I was just completely naive and ignorant to everything. They're like, look, this is like a slap on the wrist. Like, we're just telling you you got to change the website. I'm like, Oh, if that's the case, then like, just, all right. So I, all I did is like literally right away, I changed it to like, all right, I'm just going to, I'm not going to make any claims at all. I'm not even going to link it. Cause they said, don't even link to any studies, which most people do right now. They still do. Yeah. But they're like, don't and even link to any false claims. Which I know. I and I know whatever. because here's, here's my conspiracy. I, I, this is not a conspiracy. I'm pretty sure this happened. We were such a small fish. I think one of our competitors, like oh, look, these, yeah. these idiots don't know what they're doing. Let's just take them out right now. So I'm sure someone raised, you know, whistle blew and got us in trouble. Big supplement. Big took supplement us took us out. So what happened is I just changed it to like, here, here's literally what it is. It's because people already knew what Berber, we didn't need to over market what it did. People already knew what it did. So all we, it says like, we have, we just were very factual. We have 97 or whatever percent. It was 97 or 98% pure beer brewing HCL in each capsule and, and just very factual. Um, and, and, and then we're fine. We never heard from the FDA. Having said that, the reason we're bringing this up is because there's this guy on Twitter that just keeps he's, attacking he's, me. He's a physician, but he is very malicious for some reason. Yeah, we don't really know yeah who knows what's going on with this guy's life. Clearly not a good player, but... He, is, he keeps bringing it up on Twitter saying like, you are so unethical. I'm like, yeah, I'm so unethical that I literally changed it right away and just, and I was just making claims based off of studies, off of my own ignorance. And, and the FDA just literally dropped the case because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't think it was, I still don't think it was unethical. It's like, look, it's Burberry. Okay. I don't know. Right. We, didn't, we didn't make any false claims. That's, we didn't make any false claims. We never would. And that's, that's actually our downfall. So what happened? Everyone else does. And yeah. Then we get so what happened? Yeah. This, so everybody listening is like, if you're still listening now, you're, you're good. Cause we're going to get into the TikTok influencers and stuff, but it, it's really interesting because there became a point where we decided like, look, let's just sell this company. This is more a head headache than it's worth. Let's sell it. Because like, we don't want to be known as pushing, we don't push supplements. We, and, and we couldn't make extra money because we, we could not in good faith tell our patients or anybody else to take berberine over metformin, over 
uh, Januvia, the, whatever. Well, the whatever medications the, we have really good data on. Yeah. yeah. And now we have the GLP-1s that are much more powerful. But, you know, let's say back then, Victoza, whatever. I don't know. So at some point we go, like, let's just sell it. I got a broker. And everybody's people are like, this is like a business podcast. I got a broker. We got somebody that wanted to buy the company for like $200,000. We were all set to go. And 200,000 doesn't sound like that much, but like yeah. at the time it was like, all right, this will pay off our student this loans. It makes me a little, little bit, bit ill because part of this is my fault. Cause I was, I didn't want to this, not this, one, not this oh, one, okay. not this one, not this one. I'll tell you. And so this one was $200,000. Something happened. The, the, the deal fell through right at the end. I don't know. It, he just, he got cold feet. We found another one that was going to do it for like 125 or 150. And I was like, just take the company. Like, please just take this company off the hands. I don't want like, otherwise it's going to, it's going to die. This company is going to die because we are not going to promote it anymore. And that was the one they were about to sign. And they wanted to take everything, including the, the, um, the latte. latte. And we're like, all I wanted was the trademark. We just wanted such a cool concept. And that now everyone's making billions of dollars on it. So so we said, (laughs) we're like, because there was something in there like, we get lean latte too. And like, no, no, no. Like, I don't even know. We should have just sold yeah, it. But I don't know. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. So the deal fell through. We didn't promote the company anymore. The company start, stopped making money. So then nobody was going to buy it anymore because it just literally wasn't making any money. So anyway, that's a good story of how we lost about one hundred and twenty or to $200,000 and, and in, in the end ended up losing a lot more because we also you know, we didn't get to pay off because yeah. we invested yeah. our money. Idiots. So anyway, if anybody wants to know the story of leaner living, which most people called learner living, there it is. Very <laughs> frustrating to us. A lot of headaches. I had a lot. I was doing med. Imagine med school, trying to do med school while creating a company that you didn't know what you were doing. It was insane. You learned how to do business. I yeah, I did. I, now I'm a. <laughs> but it was it was it was. I I use like people talk about you learn from your failures, and I'm telling you right now that it is it was such a good like it I it's frustrating to hear those things, but like it it was such a good learning experience that I understand now why it failed, and I understand what would go into creating a the a, a next new thing. Um, frustrating though. So why don't we get into though like the ethics of social media and promoting. Drugs. So I will say I have I have friends that get offers for I'm not saying just like a few hundred dollars, a thousand dollars. I'm talking about tens of thousands of dollars to promote pharmaceutical drugs. What are the ethics behind? You know, that? And, and by the way, supplements. Supplements too, but like yeah. let's let's so both things. It's, yeah, this is but like if you're doing that as a doctor, again, you're you're taking twenty five grand to promote. Uh, it's 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 mushrooms. There's like these magic mushroom things that people are trying to sell, and they're they're I don't know what company it is, but magic mushrooms. These like mushroom teas and stuff like that. I was say, that sounds thing. like uh, some illicit drug. Yeah, illicit drug. It might as well be. But it's I've heard so many different stories. Like if you're a doctor promoting like. You know, oh, magic I mean, mushrooms. Huberman gets paid a ton of money for selling his greens that don't do anything, doesn't he? Yeah, I'm sure he gets thousands and thousands, and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for doing that. But like, right. what, like, what, what are the like? So the stat article, did you just go over it? There was it yeah. talked about this. Well, th- I mean, this is fascinating because I've been kind of on the rails lately about um, just pharma in general marketing. I. I am not about big government. I have no political dog in this fight. Um, however, we are one of two countries that allows direct-to-consumer marketing of, of yeah. pharmaceutical drugs, right? So us in New Zealand, for some reason, 
we obviously have a pharmaceutical cost issue here. We talk so much about these new medications that are also popular on social media, um, the, the injectable glucagon-like peptide one, or the um, the GLP GIP people people know Ozempic, it as Ozempic. Yeah, Ever, just some, call it. Now, it's all Ozempic. And, yeah, and we've had these drugs for almost twenty years, and now suddenly social media and media is making it's a big deal about them and calling it all Ozempic, which drives me yeah. absolutely insane. Um, but uh, but they're really expensive, and they're really really good medications for those who truly need them, and yet they're. But and it just blows my mind how much how many millions and millions of dollars must be spent on all these TV commercials we see all the time. And now my son says, eh, I think I might have mild to moderate Crohn's disease because of all the stupid Crohn's commercials. Well, and and it's funny, but it's like so so they're marketing to people so that people can then go to some degree maybe inappropriately talk mm -hmm. to their physicians about it because not everyone needs these what about the is it low t remember that whole thing the testosterone well, and that's thing why it? by the way so all these trt clinics that have popped up everyone you know all these places are inappropriately selling testosterone drugs to guys yeah kind of trying to convince them they have hypogonadism without an appropriate workup mind that's you know, horrible fired up and it's because of big pharma years ago with yeah. the low t because they came out with a bunch of very good formulations of testosterone therapy for those who really need it, but they tried to get everyone to think they have low T and go talk to their doctors Scum. about it. So that's, that's just the baseline issues I have with, with drug marketing. And I am not anti-Big Pharma. No, everybody knows anti, we're not. I'm, I'm in a, I don't like inappropriate marketing to people. Yeah, no. So, so this, I mean, this is the thing. So you see a lot of the, the kind of the big pharmacy, big pharma conspiracy theorists, people are like, how, and, and this is where we all, we agree with them in that, like, there should, I don't think there should be direct to consumer marketing of these drugs. We, like when the doctor should be appropriately evaluating yeah. patients for these and should be aware of them. Yeah. The, the doctors need edge. We always need continuing education. That's a yeah. whole different topic. Like, yeah, I think, I think they should have some funds to educate doctors without undue influence, which is a whole nother controversial issue, yeah. but not to millions and dollars that could be going to reduce costs I know. to patients. In my opinion, I don't, I don't know the, the, the statistics always, but well, no, like the, think I mean, about it. Like right now we have shortages of these GLP one yeah. drugs and I'm seeing, advertisements from the big pharma manufacturers promoting them and it's like you guys don't need to promote these drugs they are going gang but like you yeah. don't you don't well, need to and, put it and then any... of course we see them on social media so you know and i know <laughs> i don't know if we need to get into that but you know these different companies online that literally say hey can, are, are you eligible for these medications come check us out i just saw one as i was flipping through the phone talking about sending metformin to your door Metformin's yeah. dirt cheap, and yet now there are companies that are going to get paid by people to get metformin for, well, which is indicated so, for type two diabetes. It's, it's indicated for longevity, according to some according uh, to, longevity. Or, yeah, oh my hey, god! Hey, 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 hater podcast. <laughs> uh, do we need even need to mention his name? Okay, no. That, right, that, so, who so, needs not being named? Oh my god! That, well, so now, so now the social media influencers, according to this article you sent me, are getting paid tons of money to promote drugs, medical, pharmaceutical mm -hmm. drugs. Uh, I mean, that's, that's amazing. I what mean, about we, compounded? We, what about the, like, oh my God. Here's, that's where I, I, can, I oh. can't stand it. Like 
for like i don't know you like we, we're this is like the meme like you guys are getting paid my brother and i are like the biggest like proponents of these drugs and we don't get a lick of money from right, these because, big pharma because companies all, yeah everyone would be mad and everybody would why, be very why, mad we should just we should I just care? i don't know why i don't because we have I scruples i guess i, I have but tons of friends who get paid to you know Google lots of money talks, you know and i could go do talks i'd be proud of doing that for them but then people say oh but, paid by big pharma. so like okay so then so there's influencers out there getting paid by literally big pharma to go direct to consumer that's just it's it's taking an, an extra step going all right this is a commercial yada 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 like i can you know whatever that's one thing but now you're not getting medical the, experts either and you're now you're getting the trust of influencers and the reason people like influencer marketing is because they these people have gained the trust of you know thousands hundreds of thousands or millions, millions tens of millions of people and they're and they're paying them and these people just like so what is the FD, fda and ftc are thinking about stepping in is that right yeah well the the problem is is that they're out of each of the, those um respective um circles you know what i mean like out of yeah. their respective responsibilities so yeah um you know like one is overseeing you know medical one that oversees advertisements for everything right and then the other one is overseeing medical pharmaceuticals yeah and so like the there's they're like missing this. So whose job part. is this? It's like, yeah, it's not under either one's jurisdiction, I guess. Um, so like it, it, this thing says, while these posts are clearly marked as ads, quote unquote ads in compliance with the federal guidelines, simply disclosing that something was sponsored is not enough. Um, because people, yeah, there's, so there's no oversight really. Um, and they just, so, interesting. so people trust their, their influencers, the trust bestowed upon influencers can be dangerous, particularly in the context of potential health, misinformation and disinformation propagated through specific drug advertisements. I mean, we saw that with, you know, COVID and everything too. So many different people saying good, bad, or otherwise just complete spread of misinformation around the internet. Yeah, it was horrible. For, and now they're getting paid to do it. Yeah. So then, so then take that another level. So who's going to do anything about these influencers promoting compounded like GLP one. So you take it another level to where it's like, they can't even keep up with the people doing FDA approved medicines, let alone compounded non FDA approved versions. And these influencers are making, I've seen tens or more thousands of dollars because like they can, they can pay them this much just to promote their stuff. It's uh it's, it's actually, I, I don't know. It's, it's not, to me, it's not ethical. Um, no, people don't have, not. they don't have enough understanding of these medicines to even give the full benefits, risks and benefits and side effects and all those different things. And then it's interesting because, you know, it's speaking of the, the commercials for these drugs, right? People always say, well, God, I saw that it, these drugs can cause death. And, yeah. and I say, well, that's one of the ironies about the drug commercials is that they are so well regulated despite costing millions of dollars yeah. that they have to be very very literal and legitimate yeah. and have all the risk benefits yeah the, the benefits should outweigh the risks if we're going to give it to somebody but they have to list all the risks so the, here's what it says about those two things so the federal trade commission oversees the advertising of nearly all products except prescription medications it frequently updates endorsement guidelines and hosts public events yada 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 now the fda which obviously oversees prescription medications needs to work with the FTC to come up with clear guidelines about what influencers can say and how they can say it about prescription drugs and not just in widely disseminated posts and videos. So I guess they've, they've collaborated before, um, you know, uh, on matters such as biosimilar misinformation and stuff like that. Hmm. But, geez. 
My favorite commercial other than oh 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 Zampic is the Jardians commercial. You know that what I'm talking about? And they're doing this little dance. They're all dancing around Taking Jardians for my A1C. I don't know what it is. I love that commercial because it's just, I don't know. It's so ridiculous. But like well, it, they it just, all are because well, think, it just think about think about all the uh, you know the the Viagras and the Cialis for erectile dysfunction. Those well, they're always huge. in. A... That's a whole nother right. They they're getting sold online. Everyone's trying to sell that. Oh, and yeah. they're always in these separate bathtubs. Bathtubs out out in the a beautiful wilderness. It's like what? What is I know. Have you ever now? done like? Have you ever gone? I mean, you've, we've all visited houses that maybe we're gonna buy, and like they always have this like bathtub. I'm like that looks like from the commercial, and I will never use that unless it's for a commercial for the what these. Drugs. I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to take a bath in one of these tubs. Anyway, I don't know why I said that, but like that's, it just reminds me of those tubs. And the why is it? Why is it a tub? Yeah, they're always in, but they're in separate bathtubs too. Yeah, for erectile dysfunction medication. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what okay. that, that doesn't make any sense to me. No. Anyway, no. All right, supplement. Okay, so supplements. Look, we we went through our own thing. We tried to be ethical about it. We decided. A, we probably like it's not. It, we we it started to cross the line of like we we actually didn't like. Uh, I'll never I'll never sell a supplement again. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I can't yeah. see it. I don't think yeah. I ever will. Yeah. I can't. So we tried. We tried to do it the, you know, appropriately, legitimately, and lost to the quacks. Yeah, I think now if a company. <laughs> I'm just trying to think like not, if not a company for sour grapes, but you know because it's yeah. the right thing to do. If a company came to me, like let's say Premier or Fairlife or something, well, and that's said, different because those are still. I still think we should get those companies to sponsor the yeah, podcast because right. we believe in those. We recommend those to patients. That's that's what and I'm. I feel comfortable with that. And different food I, um, companies, I gym like those. Whatever, Life, yeah. lifestyle based companies, and yeah, I still I think it would be appropriate to be paid by pharma to do educational things, but I just not going to do it for them. Yeah. So like think, okay. So if I, if like, let's say if somebody from premier is listening to this <laughs> or Freyer life and like say like, yeah, we, you know, we, we'd love to get the name out there a little bit. Or Mr. Let's, Peanut uh, planters. I want to be a show for Mr. Peanut. What about, I said I want to be this. Old, what about the pistachio? Years. They got a lot yes, of money. And, the pistachio people. and what about avocados from Mexico? Yeah, yeah, I would do that too. So, but I mean, honestly, protein powders and, and, like those shakes, like Fair Life Premier, whatever. Yeah, they're good. It's, it's pretty much like food, you know. Yeah, it's just and we recommend food. them to patients, like a, and so we. It's not like yeah. snake oil. Yeah, we'll so, uh, we'll maybe get some sponsorships that we believe in that are reasonable that we can talk about on the podcast and not not feel bad about it. I'm thinking about like anything that just doesn't have good evidence, like. And doesn't and, and the reason we like the, the the reason with the glycosol the berberine one we just were like we we just didn't feel we we couldn't ethically well, recommend we it go beyond what it actually what the data were and well and, they, and, and 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 guideline real medication guideline directed you know yeah there's a reason therapy guidelines the evidence and, and you know berberine is not in the evidence yeah, yeah maybe you know, but we could, that was the reason it was like we we're looking at guidelines going I can't I can't like in good faith tell you to take this berberine over like a metaphor. I just can't. If you yeah. want something natural, you don't want any of that. Sure, it's there, but like I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. all right. Well, thanks Our for listening. I mean, we're at about thirty minutes. We've been rambling on, but I think it's a good. I think you'll get a good sense of like kind of what was going through our brains of like, and and, and hey, we did it, and we, you know, we it's it's okay to reflect on this type of stuff and moving forward. It was like I don't know. I if I had to do it again, I probably would because it's gotten me to where I am right now. But it's uh, had I, if I could go back in time, I'm pretty sure we would be a little. It would be a lot different. Of we probably would have been able to sell it for a lot more, um, yeah. and actually make the sale. I'll keep anyway. 
It keeps sucking wind. All right. Thanks for listening. Make sure you share with a friend and family. Give us a, a review only if it's good, but if it's bad, <laughs> then <laughs> whatever. <laughs> All right. Bye.